Hello and welcome to Two Nerds Sitting on a Couch, in which two nerds sit on a couch and discuss science fiction and fantasy. So we had an a, like aborted podcast recently when we lost a whole episode where we talked about Nope. Um, but in watching Nope again... Um, which I mean it's ironic if you think about the the whole concept of the movie nope it's like trying to catch on film this thing that can't be caught on film because it like you know yeah 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 yeah, it's (laughs) you know this is the podcast that can't be yeah it's like it's a bad miracle (laughs) (laughs) so anyway one one of the sort of little little moments in nope is that so there the family is uh, horse trainers and there was this horse called Jean's Jacket that the daughter was supposed to train. Um, but then uh, they, you know, the father and son got called up to work on the Scorpion King movie. They were supposed to train the Rock's horse. Right. Yes. And so, and then there's this kind of throwaway line in there that's like, uh, but they decided to go with the camel instead. Yeah. So then we had to watch the Scorpion King. Yeah. Because like through throughout the end of Nope, he's like wearing that Scorpion King sweatshirt. Yeah. It's like the red. It's like a. Which is kind of funny. Cast sweatshirt, which is hilarious. And so. So in order to get up to the Scorpion King, we watched. And, and if you're going to watch the Scorpion King, you have to start with the mummy. Right. And so we watched the mummy and then the mummy son returns. Of the son of the mummy. And then. Older son of the mummy. <laughs> The... Oh, then we watched the Scorpion King, which had nothing to do with the mummy. Well, ish. Ish. And then we watched the Tom Cruise the Mummy, which weirdly is part of this franchise because they had the the Book of the Living in it. Yeah, there there were some like prop, callbacks. which was kind of interesting because yeah. that's I was not expecting to see that. I really thought that it was a completely different reboot, but they were like doing all kinds of other weird crap with that Tom Cruise movie, like. Creature of the Black Lagoon and like, you know, I mean, they were going to redo all of the monster movies. Right. Well, yeah. Anyway, so then and then we watched uh, the last one, the third mummy movie, which is called The, the em- Mummy dragon Emperor something something dragon emperor. Yeah, it's completely forgettable. Yeah. Anyway, so and it made no sense. So, yeah. So here we are and we would like to talk about apparently mummy movies. <laughs> I feel like we have a, a, a special relationship with the mummy movies it's one of the few movies we own on on dvd and it's um one that we've watched lots and lots and lots of the times original together one. yeah i mean this is one of those like movies that's up there with like alien and right. you know like all of those movies that we watch over and over and over again because they're just like so rewatchable Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've seen The Mummy Returns three times now. And this last time was only because completeness sake. Yeah. And I feel like I saw The Scorpion King once a long ass time ago with your sister's like, VCR like tape that she bought some, off some the street that, of New York. You know, like. Where somebody had just held, held a video, a video camera. camera. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was really stupid. And you know what? Watching it on on the actual big screen, it doesn't really make it any better. 
actually though i mean okay anyway so let's let's just start talking about the mummy like it is an unabashed delight yeah which you know it's funny it's so well done that i didn't even realize it was a remake of the earlier mummy movie which i mean as soon as i saw that i was like oh of course the mummy like the 30s kind of yeah yeah which is which really explains a lot about why this was set up the way it was set up because it's like you know set in that era it's got kind of that plot you know and starring brendan fraser and rachel weiss who do such a great i mean there's so many people in this that do such a great job yeah and uh yeah, so I mean, I, I feel like that was it was just really it's a fun movie. Yeah, and also I mean it it kind of cemented. I mean, Frazier was kind of on fire there for a little while, where he was just doing like he's this big guy, he's conventionally attractive, but there's something sort of safe about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, well, yeah. Like, you know, I, I think I feel like he's just like so kind of charming and personable that you just. You know, you're not worried about him doing horrible things to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's and he played a lot of kind of naive characters. Yeah. Like Blast from the Past is yeah. very much a naive character. No, the that's one true. the one where he's the the like Iceman, I can't remember what that was called. Encino what? Man. He was that was Polly Shore. No, no, no. But he does play one where he's like a well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, all I'm saying is that, like, he definitely has a certain, like, kind of guilelessness about him, which totally works, you know? Yeah. And, like, Rachel... I mean, he was a doofus in Airheads, which was called Airheads. Yeah. And, like... And we, he was an Airhead. And, and, and we did see that movie again recently, and it was one of those movies <laughs> where it was like, this is actually hands down the hottest Steve Buscemi has ever been. And the fact, <laughs> the fact that I can say hottest and Steve Buscemi is just sort of an indicator. Yeah. Right? Totally. Am I right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah. So I don't know that. I, I mean, I guess I couldn't. I'd be hard pressed to to tell you a Brendan Fraser movie that I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, some of them he are picks good ones. So, some of them are dumber than others. Yeah, but no, that's true. You I know. mean, I've only seen Blast from the Past like once, and it was. I mean, it was totally enjoyable. Yeah, it was. It well, and has Alicia Silverstone, who is yeah. like you She's know. A little, baby coming off of her you know whatever <laughs> anyway yeah so so the movie is just endlessly rewatchable and and incredibly enjoyable and largely because it's not taking itself seriously and it's, it's really straightforward it's like you go explore egypt find a tomb open the tomb get cursed by the tomb <laughs> you know fight the fight the bad guy that yep. that is cursed and i don't know i mean there are, the the problems with with that movie's plot are more have to do with like just the conventions they had to set up to make it work in the first place i mean a lot of it is just sort of dumb where it's like why why do we have these curses that you curse somebody and it's like it's a horrible thing unless you bring them back to life and then they're all powerful and it's like well that's a dumb curse well, that is a dumb why curse why don't we why don't we just stick with the curse where it's like they just they're they're in a lot of pain for like 50 years how, or how and then this? they die forever how, how about this i've got a gun in my room <laughs> i'll just fucking cap him you know yeah. what i mean like that's the sort of thing where it's just like you didn't need to like pull out the fucking mallet on this guy yeah and okay so two things number 1 I think that if you're talking, you know, if you're talking in a like a larger meta sense, like mummy movies have to do with like colonial fear of um, how fucking horrible what they're doing is. 
you know, because yeah. because when you're talking about especially those like 20s archaeologists, like those those people were straight up grave robbers. They still are. I mean, this is one of those things in the archaeology community where it's like, hey, how long do you have to wait before you dig up a body and it's not called grave robbing anymore? And all of them look really uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Because, I mean, there's no real good answer to that question no. that doesn't end with all of its grave robbing. All of its grave robbing. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And and so, and and you throw in colonialism and the rest of it. And, yeah. and so, you know, <laughs> which I think is actually one of the funnier things about the mummy is that, yeah, obviously it's a bad deal that he shows up in Plagues of Egypt and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. But like... When they give the backstory of why the mummy was cursed in the first place, mm-hmm. um, it's like everybody there was totally justified. You know what I mean? Like the the pharaoh was an older dick who clearly had a younger woman who he had made his mistress, whether or not she wanted that. Right. And, you know, she had an emotional relationship or and sexual relationship with this other guy. And, you know, I mean, the last thing she says before she offs herself is my body is not your temple anymore. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of hard to fault her for that on some level, because it's like, why? Why should she be enthralled to this powerful man? Right. Like there's nothing there. Like he's not a good guy. This isn't a good situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe don't commit regicide. (laughs) <laughs> but but again yeah. like yeah so there's something funny about that first one because it definitely like <laughs> the punishment does not fit the crime yeah i mean because it's like you know i don't know i mean i, I guess when your high priest kills because the pharaoh is god right and so the high high priest of the pharaoh mm-hmm. of that god kills that god and now god is dead Shouldn't he be God now? I mean, like, well, when someone asks if you're a God, Ray, you say <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like there's there's some there's some sort of like why why do Pharaoh's people then carry out this curse? Yeah. No. And as the high priest, wouldn't he be the only one qualified to carry out the curse in the first place? So like maybe the whole thing was botched. We don't even really know. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we've definitely gotten the overthinking word right now. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, I just like the mummy. It's fun. I mean, it's fun to like talk about the plot holes because they don't matter. No, they're it irrelevant. Matter. It doesn't it, even no. matter. No. It's about it's about shooting at sand. Yeah. You know, I mean that that's fun. Yeah. Like no. big sand faces popping out and eating planes. I mean that's fun. Yeah. No, totally. And like, yeah, absolutely. There's a bunch of questionable shit. <laughs> but. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the first one is is kind of the cleanest in terms of its like sort of what it's trying to do and what then it does. Yeah, because the the second movie, The Mummy Returns, mm-hmm. um, and in fact, The Mummy does return. And there's a very funny joke in the third movie about how, you know, he killed two mummies and it was like the same mummy twice. <laughs> And like, so he, so, you know, the mummy does return, which is nice, but now it's all about like his kid and, and this, this like kind of Rube Goldberg garbage national treasure map that, that is supposed to be this wild goose chase across Egypt for no really good reason. 
No, and it was, I mean, I feel like this is true in the third one, but it's like, we're going to wake up this one thing and then this other thing, and we're going to use the one thing to beat up the other thing, and then we're going to take that one thing's power. Yeah. Which is just like a, a ridiculous, a ridiculously complicated, unnecessary plot. Yeah, because the whole point of the second movie is to set up The Rock as the Scorpion King, right? Because he's the one who's going to be coming out... Every yeah. 5,000 years to, to, you know, if you can beat him, then you get the power of him Whatever. and a bunch of dudes? scrawny dudes who the, fight for you. Anubis guys? Yeah, Anubis guys. Jackal dudes. Anyway, so the plot of that one, like Evie and um, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> I've lost their names. What's his name? Rick. Rick. Rick and Evie. Yeah. Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss are. Uh, now married, they have a nine, ten year old kid. Yeah, they like are. That. I mean, the thing I find so charming about it is that, like, Fraser and, and Vice have like pretty serious chemistry. Yeah, they're doing a really good job, there. and they are all over each other all through the <laughs> film, which I thought was really cute because it's just like I've been a kid with, or I've had like been a person with young kids. <laughs> Like you don't have yeah. time for that shit. Yeah, totally. Get a tomb. <laughs> Get a tomb. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so this one it gets a lot more complicated because then it turns out that everybody's reincarnations of everybody else. Oh yeah, and it's weirder because it's like so. Anaxuna Moon is a real person now who is the reincarnation of Anaxuna Moon, mm-hmm. and has her memories and stuff, but not really. It's not really her, even though it is her. And then, and then Evie is is the Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's daughter. daughter. So now you have, and then they like set up these like fights where she, now fight. she knows how to fight. fight, like Chick martial fight. arts, like Egyptian martial arts and stuff. And and the two of them are fighting, and it's like it's like all in good fun or whatever. But it's like, um, dude, your mom is hot, Ted, because these two these two women are the same age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and like, and they're fighting each other. Which is like really messed up family dynamics, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just you can understand why what's her face wanted to kill what's his face and whatever, and and his daughter too, or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, no, yeah, the whole it's just they, messed up. They they replay the part in um, the Mummy where you know Anaxina Moon kills the uh, Pharaoh. Only this time, Rachel Vice in her like pre incarnated self is. <laughs> <laughs> is you know watching in horror as her dad gets stabbed by her stepmom who's her same age and it's just right. like and that and i'm sorry all of that's messed up yeah that's we're all gonna have to fight to the death later when you know our reincarnated selves who are really us even right because we have all those memories ish sort of sort of i don't know it but then and then also rick apparently <laughs> rick who is brendan fraser who i believe he's canadian but he sounds like an american mm-hmm and um a lot of canadians do yeah and he was apparently raised in cairo at which point i in called, an orphanage in an orphanage which which i call bullshit on on every single level yeah well he's, and they made like big big hay about this tattoo that he got yeah which means that he's one of the magi because like the the uh, yeah uh, oded i don't even remember what that o- oded frere what's his character's name uh, uh anyway 
Um, <laughs> but he's like, if I were to say, you know, the cock crows at midnight and he, and he's like, well, you know, that means it's close to dawn or whatever. There's like some exchange where it's like, you know, why would he know that being an orphan from Cairo? Like, and then what good does that do anybody? And it, yeah, to know and the it's key like, phrase? Is and it's, it genetic? Like a, it's like a racial memory, which is, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I come mean, and he, he must've been the only Canadian in the Magi because <laughs> I mean, he's not Egyptian no not even a little yeah so anyway apparently that gives him magical powers to be able to use some sort of special spear to kill the mummy because he's now he's now special like so everybody's special right yeah so it was this weird retcon where they're like it's not good enough we need to put a bunch of bullshit on top of yeah. it and make everybody the reincarnation of somebody else which is just like and we have to tie it all up in a neat little bow so chop right. chop which i just you know reincarnation i don't think is part of the egyptian cosmos yeah it's it's about you know sending your soul straight into heaven you know like you have an afterlife and my like that's the whole point is you can take it with you so you fill a tomb with your stuff right but and then also this is my stuff you have like multiple souls too oh do you yeah like nine lives well maybe that's why they like cats it's so like much, right? you, know, you can have like your like your shadow is a soul and you know there's all these there, there, there's I one know that, that, that word means what we think it means no well I, yeah obviously it's not going to be the same as like in a like a christian context <laughs> but but there's like the one that lives in the tomb and then there's the one that flies away and goes to the other world and there's one like oh i thought those were all the same one well i mean you know, it's like the Kurt Vonnegut thing. It's like, what's in that bird shit? It's all bird shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, what's in that soul? It's all souls. Yeah. Anyway, so everybody's a reincarnation. And it, what it really ends up being is is this wild goose chase. And, mm-hmm. and it's fine. I mean, it's totally fine. It's just not the mummy. You know, it's got yeah. a lot of the people in it, which is great. And they're great. It's fun-ish. Mm-hmm. But fun-ish. I, mean, I mean, I don't know. That's not a movie that I think I need to watch again. No. And I, I kind of feel like I've seen it too many times already. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Part of the problem is we we had to watch these movies for completeness and, you know. Yeah. Like, the, just, I don't think we had ever seen the, the third Mummy movie, the Mummy Dragon Emperor one. Mm-mm. And, yeah, as it turns out, like, I kind of wish I hadn't seen it. You know, it's got a negative rewatchability scale. Right. I'm, I'm mad. I didn't I really want to watch it. No. And we were going to not finish it. And then we're like, fine, we're going to finish it. Yeah. And it turned out we <laughs> didn't need to. Okay. Because there are movies that are fun and bad. Like, what was that one with the with the flying blue ladies? Great Wall. And then there are movies that are just sort of. The blue bungee ladies. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it was a terrible movie, but it was just it was... so much fun. Kind of like The Mummy, you yeah. know, in, in that same well, kind of mummy, way. Well, The Mummy's better, though. The, yes, The Mummy is a good movie. Um, but The Mummy Returns was just sort of like, it was Man. a movie, you know? Yeah, like, things fine. happened, and it was, like, bigger and better, and the dinosaurs had more teeth, you know? I mean, it's like, who cares? I Although, I do have to say, I really like the random-ass, like, steampunk dirigible. That was that fun. That was pretty neat, yep. I was super into it. Like, yep, that was, the, the graphics were neat, but, like... Not, not into the weird oasis with the monkey things... The plot was dumb. The plot was dumb. And the and the the CGI on the rock was just like oh yeah painful. So I don't even remember what the point was, but they eventually wake up the rock, 
who um, is apparently the Scorpion King, which means in this, you know, paradigm that he's got, he's like a CGI thing that's got like the rock's torso on a giant scorpion body. Right. Which is like this, and it's, it's bad CGI. Right. Like. It's pretty bad. Super bad. But I mean, the the concept of like, you know, a a scorpion centaur is pretty neat. Like the dirigible. It's like, fine, I'm going to grudgingly give that to you as a concept. Uh, I guess. Execution? Meh. Meh. No, not good. So yeah, so that was not great. So then the next one we watched was The Scorpion King and this motherfucker goes back to being a delight. I absolutely fucking love every second of it. I totally get why my sister was obsessed with it back in the day, even though I totally... Buying a weird pirated... Pirated (laughs) copy from the streets of Midtown or whatever. Anyway, so, so... The the Scorpion King is absolutely like if you're looking for a movie that's like um, the original Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's like that because they were like, let's remake Conan the Barbarian, but we don't have the rights to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm into it. You yeah. know, like it is completely having a good time with itself. It's totally stupid. Like <laughs> it opens in like viking land where they're in like some sort of long house and um there's a guy who's clearly like polynesian of some sort who's like tied up and they're like we're gonna cut your arms off or whatever and like these vikings are all like rah they're all young people the women are wearing leather bras there's like (laughs) dogs they've got horns on their helmets they're like there's like beer everywhere they're like we're gonna kill you and he's like my brother's gonna get you and then the rock like I, I don't Beowulf's know. in. He like Beowulf's in. <laughs> or Grendel's in. <laughs> and like and then it turns into this like ridiculous bloodbath <laughs> and saves his brother. And it's yeah. It's I great. I mean it was it was like the first scene in Desperado where he's yeah. sitting at the bar and he's like, you know. Yeah. You ever heard of this guy? And then he comes in and kills everybody. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just, and then and then he gets they get hired to go murder some um, sorceress who right. is working for this evil warlord guy. Yes. Yeah, and then and because she she had visions, and that allowed him to like conquer everything. Yeah, and kill babies. Yeah. And like, and this is supposedly like they were like before the pyramids, and I'm like the pyramids are like I don't know thirty five thirty five hundred BC. I don't even know. Was there anything before that? They're pretty old. Yeah, no, I I mean they're so old that they were old when Cleopatra was alive. Uh huh. Like they were archaeology when Cleopatra was. Yeah, I think she's. It's like how we think about dinosaurs, where it's like there's this dinosaur, and then there's this dinosaur, and it's like that dinosaur is like so old that it was a fossil when this dinosaur was alive. <laughs> you know, true. like that's kind of how the pyramids are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally true. So anyway, <coughs> um, and there were some ziggurats. They were like, there weren't pyramids, but there were ziggurats apparently. Yeah. Which I had to look up and I was like, that's not accurate. But I don't know why I would <laughs> even bother looking that up because that's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Anyway, but the whole, the whole thing is just delightful. There's like a evil, you know, warlord dude. There's in his henchman who is like a guy who like killed his dad, the king. Oh, yeah. Um, who was clearly, I didn't, I didn't recognize the guy, but I was like, this guy is a British stage actor. Yeah. And like when he got off set, he was like, five curtain calls. Yeah, there were totally five curtain calls. Um, yeah, but, but the movie was just incredibly fun. Like I would, I would watch that again and again. Like I was, I was just, just completely tickled by how ridiculous it was and how much fun everybody was having. And notably, The Rock was riding a camel. He de- indeed was. Yeah. I mean, there was a horse at one point and we kept like being like jeans jacket. Jeans jacket. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, Jordan Peele is a dude who thinks things, mm-hmm. a lot of things. And so I sort of wonder why he picked The Scorpion King as the movie. I think, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I know that that like... <laughs> Um, you you didn't have a lot of action movies starring non-white dudes at that point, so maybe he just picked the earliest one that would make sense. Maybe, but I mean, Will Smith was the the biggest oh, yeah, box true. office draw in the nineties. Yeah, it's weird to think of him as an action hero, but yeah, he totally like, was. Day, that's yeah. totally an action movie. There were a ton of them. I am Legend. Yeah, it's no. Kind of well. And that yeah, was a, that's an action movie. And that was a latter day one. Like he did a ton of them in the nineties. Yeah, Wild no, Wild West. I mean, obviously it hit the ground. Yeah, I have but... no idea why he picked Scorpion King. Maybe because there's just a shit ton of horses in it. Yeah, because I can't think of well, Wild Wild West would have had, but there wouldn't have been a camel. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just question yeah. mark. I mean, maybe he just just watched it and he was like, "Boy, that was a fun movie. Let's see if I can." Name check it. Work it into a plot, you know? But, I mean, but he, like, he doesn't just name check it. Dude is wearing the Scorpion King hoodie. Maybe that's how it started. They were like, well, we have the Scorpion King hoodie. (laughs) Let's, like, make it, let's make it work as a prop. Yeah. I just, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it doesn't, like, there's a lot of things about Nope. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we got to be careful talking about it. Like, you can't look directly at it or it's going to ruin this podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to be really, really careful. Right. But, I mean, I just, Bad I sort miracle. of feel like there's a lot of things about Nope that I am unable to unpack. And it's possible that they are un- un- unpackable. <laughs> you know, like, you just, it's not, it's not so much that there's a, there's some sort of hidden meaning to the, the use of the Scorpion King as the, the, the movie Mm-hmm. but it sure does feel like there is it feels like it? there is and i'm missing it you yeah. know like and that's i mean and it's kind of neat because it's like i mean okay good i mean that's actually kind of a neat accomplishment to like have a lot of things because i mean nope is filled with things like that like what's this exactly about and you start grasping at some of it right and enough of it so that like you feel like there's a bigger structure that's just eluding you and it's like it probably is. I mean, I think that's part of the problem with the the nope. Like, in some ways, I'm kind of happy that we lost that whole podcast because it's like, I need to think about it some more. Yeah. And maybe we, rewatch we it again. Yeah. You know, because it's like, I don't, I, I guess I don't really know what to think about a lot of that. I don't even know how to approach how to think about a lot, a lot of, of that, that stuff. stuff. Yeah. On, like, conceptually. Because, like, I mean, as a movie, it's fun. Like, like Scorpion King. It's got all the pieces you need. For like, you know, it's 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 cool. Like the plot ends up being really interesting. 
and you can't quite figure out what really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why did they make the choices they did? There's, I mean, and there's a ton of, like, there's a ton of stuff with the music in that, too, mm-hmm. that I think is, like, I don't know. I mean, and I think it's it's possible that part of it is just, like, as a white dude, it's possible he's making references that I just have no context for, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, like, and, and the movie isn't necessarily for me, which no. is also, you know, it's it's cool, but it's, like, I would love to be able to, like, like figure out understand what's it. going on like and, yeah. and and sort of have it all hang together in a way that's like oh yeah i mean and he picked the scorpion king because this and this is the music that he used which means this and like you know right. the hollywood references are because you know i mean he probably had all those hollywood references worked out you yeah know? absolutely because he's an incredibly careful writer and director like he yeah. is not fucking around and the stuff that you do figure out about about it is like you know i mean because it's it's like it's like a, it's like treating it like an animal and you know it, and it's mm-hmm. not so much that it's training it it's just learning how to work with a wild animal mm-hmm. enough to get what you need out of it and and you know i don't know so there's like all of these elements in there that sort of line up and you're like all right let's go watch the scorpion king because maybe it'll unlock it and it turns out it doesn't no but it was still fun but it was to still do. fun yeah no i was super into it i was talking about this the other day where um like, this happens to me, like, I have this sort of obsession with zombie films, and so a lot of the zombie, like, you know, I did, like, an around the world with zombies and watched a lot of zombie films from, like, you know, all over the world. Yeah. And because they tend to be real local, um, you know, because the apocalypse is by needs local. Right. Um, like, a lot of times I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in this. <laughs> like, like, there's this French-Canadian film called it's in french and it's called um les revenants the revenants Mm -hmm. and i have no idea what's going on in it and i've seen it three times now (laughs) and i'm gonna watch it again yeah like i don't get it and it's not and is it because you're you're not quebecois yeah a hundred percent i think it's because i'm not quebecois interesting um and i kind of love it because of that like because it's it's talking really specifically to a really specific group of people yeah that i'm not part of and it's kind of fascinating to sort of eavesdrop yeah right um and i feel like watching nope is sort of like eavesdropping yeah for me yeah um because i don't think i'm necessarily in the audience I mean, I am. Yeah. I'm just not. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I'll just have to watch it again and see. But, you know, it was totally worth um, worth it to, to get us to rewatch The Mummy and then oh, like, really, like, properly see The Scorpion King because, I mean, I just hadn't seen it since all those years ago. And it was, it turned out that it, like, I mean, in my memory, it was, like, just a completely forgettable action movie. And while it is, it was, it was fun. Oh, my God. Although I do have to say that, like, we spent a lot of... And, and it's early. I mean, this was one of, his, like, the earliest The Rock movies before he... Yeah, because like, he's right, a little baby. With he's his a little, little like, baby. baby face. And he's still doing some of his, like, WWE stuff. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's definitely, like, way moved past that. He doesn't do it anymore. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, so he's, like, super young and, like, 
still sort of leaning on what got him fame. Right. And um, and also has the most like distracting wig of all time. Yeah. I mean, part of it is that like, you know, there's a big difference between the the shaky handy cam of, uh, you know, the VCR tape mm-hmm. and like ultra 4K ultra hd you know i mean it's like yeah you can you can really see the wig yeah you can <laughs> which is, really see the wig it's just unfortunate and that guy is just so sweaty all the time that it's just like i don't know i feel like the 90s were just like we're just we're just gonna spritz you up yeah we're just gonna zhuzh you well that's it's a rock thing too he likes being oiled yeah it's true he's an oily guy it like shows off his you know definition yeah, I mean the oil is there so that he can look like a cartoon character with like improved contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, it was it was delightful. So then then after that, which was very fun and kind of a, a surprise. Yeah. Um, we watched the Tom Cruise the Mummy, which is from. I wrote this down. I didn't. 2017 2018 something that late yes real recent yeah and had had we watched that or had we not watched it i think we decided we had and then forgot it yeah because that movie was just so utterly forgettable terrible i mean it was an action movie with tom cruise that's that's like pretty much like describes it no but it wasn't even okay but because like tom cruise is absolutely a hundred percent known for his ridiculously difficult um stunt pieces in the mission impossible movies yeah like he's completely known for that and you know it is kind of impressive to watch him whatever hang on to the side of an airplane yeah because i mean he does his own he did his own stunts since risky business yeah and so which is what sleeping with de mornier no like sliding into the doorway <laughs> he did that is for that, real is that a stunt <laughs> is it, are we calling that a stunt he, yeah okay anyway and he did it <laughs> that was not a stunt double no it wasn't okay anyway so all I'm saying is The Mummy wasn't enough of an action film to be called an action film. Because it spent a lot of yeah. time in, like, the agonasties of all of these dipshits. Yes, that is true. And so there was, like, a lot wrong with it. And a lot of it was, like, it couldn't decide what kind of film it wanted to be. Yep. And... Well, I think it... it, it... It, it seemed like the producers wanted one thing and Tom Cruise wanted something else. And we ended up somewhere in between. Mm. That may be. And it was also clearly angling to be a tentpole. Yeah. And as the worst of both worlds, it didn't work out. No, it was super bad. I don't know that it would. It w- I don't know. I just I, I can't see like a universe of of like, you know, and then frankenstein and mm-hmm. then and then like having them try to interrelate somehow and not have it turn into league of extraordinary gentlemen i mean which is another movie which i believe i've seen a couple times but i get like protective amnesia and i forget it because it's so fucking dumb and bad yeah what weird what weird yeah so i mean we got russell crowe as um henry jekyll oh yeah right yeah yeah that was supposed to be one of the like connective tissues there, yeah. which is like, uh huh. 
what are we trying to say here with yeah. this? And, and like the original mummy or original, like the nineties mummy movie, the mummy who this time is a girl. Right. Um, sexy mummy has like a really good reason for being mad because she's yeah. the daughter of the Pharaoh who then marries somebody her age and has a male baby cutting her out from the line. Right. And like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, don't commit regicide. <laughs> but I totally get where you're coming from, lady. Right. <laughs> like, because that's a stupid and arbitrary system. Yeah. Well, and it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of funny where they had basically the same plot, but it turned out to be such a different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was filmed in Darkovision. Yeah. Which is weird for the middle of a desert, but. Well, yeah. middle of desert, nothing. They were in they were in the Middle East for fifteen seconds, and then they ended up in England for the rest of the movie. Yeah, which, which also is, doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes a lot more sense if it's a tentpole for other things happening in England. I guess, which is just dumb. Yeah, no, the whole thing was fucking dumb. And I would also like to say that, uh, you know. Brendan Fraser in The Mummy is like a kind of swashbuckling type, right? He's just like a mercenary-ish person who's yeah. clearly been disillusioned because he and Benny were in the Foreign Legion or whatever the fuck right. they were doing. And now, you know, now... It was he... like Rick and Benny of Arabia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then, you know, then he ends up in prison because he's, you know, because he's a former soldier and things aren't going well for him. Right. Um, but like... He's not a grave robber. He doesn't want to do any of it and is pretty committed to getting them the fuck out of there. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, whereas Tom Cruise at the opening of the mummy movie is in the Middle East in the modern era in now. Yeah. That was confusing too. literally stealing antiquities from um, the Middle East. Yeah. Which is like. Am I supposed to get behind this guy? Yeah, because he was clearly the bad guy and the mummy was clearly the good guy. Yeah. From what I could tell. From what I could tell. <laughs> and yeah, and it just seemed like, you know, like they were trying to position him as some sort of like, um, I mean, obviously Indiana Jones is ridiculous and like this should be in a museum is like a fig leaf over the fact right. that he's like destroying so like all this stuff, stuff and terrible. Yeah. But like. I mean, speaking of colonialism. Right. Like, where, where are all the heads of where, the Elgin marbles? They're, oh, those are the Elgin marbles. Where'd the bodies go? Yeah. yeah. It's just sort of like. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gross. Yeah. Um, But like, so I, I just find it kind of surprising that you would write this story in 2018 or whatever and be like, yeah, we're going to make the grave robbing, like, antiquities thief from, you know, America <laughs> the hero, question mark. Right. You know, like, none of that makes any sense to me. Yeah. Um, because, because he is absolutely set up as the hero. Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the leading man. Yeah. And, like, and it's not even, like... And I don't even think that he's sort of set up as an anti-hero quote, quote, because it doesn't work. No, it really doesn't. But I mean, it's just sort of like, you know, nice to think about that he's really the bad guy and the mommy's really the good guy. Yeah, but. Because the whole, the whole thing, like, really doesn't make sense. No, no. And like, and there's a bunch of parts of it, like, 
Um, his buddy gets murdered real quick. Um, I, you know, and I have a hard time like remembering the particulars of it. Oh no, I, I can't, I couldn't possibly, but like his buddy who's Jake Johnson gets murdered real early. And then like American, um, an American werewolf in London, he like shows up as a sort of zombie dude for the rest of the movie. Oh yeah. Right. And like is sort of like plucky comic relief slash a zombie. Psychological <laughs> torture. Psychological. But, but like, again, like that was done incredibly well in American world in Paris or Paris, London, London. Um, and it was not done well here. It was like, why are you even doing this? Right. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's just dumb. It didn't come to anything. Well, I mean, at some point it was like, oh, it turns out he's in league with the mummy. And it's like, dude, he's a zombie. Come on. <laughs> like, why are you surprised? Yeah. Get over it. Ugh. Anyway, so that was a huge, I'm not even going to call it a disappointment because it was like, I knew it was going to be shit going into it. And then I watched it and I was like, fuck, I think I've even seen this before. So Yeah. But I mean, to, to be honest, it was more enjoyable than the Dragon King, Dragon Emperor yeah because that was like an hour too long and Mm -hmm. did not it was like was missing an hour of plot so the whole thing was just sort of awful yeah yeah so this one this one is the third mummy movie of the brendan Fraser mummy movies and it was done in 2008 it has michelle yo which you think would be awesome jet lee they are awesome it's just what are you gonna do yeah and then um, Rachel Weiss clearly was like, no. Right. Yeah. And so she's, she's, she's gone. replaced by Maria Bello, who I. And Brendan Fraser is totally like down for it. Like he's. He's totally, he's totally like doing his absolute best. But you know, he misses Rachel Weiss. Yeah. They don't. I mean, I like Maria Bello. Uh-uh. Doesn't yeah, work. No. It just doesn't. And they retcon it again because suddenly it's about. So now his kid has turned into, like, Mutt Williams from the fourth um, Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, because, like, really, he's supposed to carry the franchise from here on out. Yes. It's like, you know, he's been vice president for eight years now. (laughs) Yeah, so he's carrying the torch. So their kid is now this, like, you know, he was like a tweed-wearing Moppet in the last movie. (laughs) Right. Like, literally wearing... Anakin zombie hunter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now he's got an American accent. He's a douchebag. Yeah. And he He's like a bro. He's like complete bro. And so you're like, okay, how, how doesn't matter. Um <laughs> uh John Hanna, who is um Rachel Weiss's brother. Yeah, Jonathan. Evie. Evie's brother. Evie's brother is now running a brothel? No. Nightclub? It's a bar in, in Shanghai, just like in Indiana Jones. Yes. And the last I was day. expecting that. Like, what is the one that Cape Cod no, Capshaw does? Where it's like, is it is it Anything Goes? Anything Goes, She yeah. sings Anything Goes yeah. in, like, Cantonese or something. Yeah. 
which is like the only good thing about that movie, <laughs> which like descends immediately into horrific racism but and they even keeps like, going down. Didn't they like steal chunks of it with like the gong that rolls and they hide behind as they were being shot at or something? It was just like there were there were weird scenes from that that were like, I don't know. It just seemed like they were nodding at at yeah yeah temple of doom well and definitely like the the kid was definitely like the 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 mutt williams character the shia labeouf character right from from you know indiana jones 4 <laughs> um yeah because you're trying to like hand off the franchise right. i mean they even like say that at the end so is this gonna be like the next generation whatever and it's just sort of like no it's not nobody cares <sighs> nobody likes that guy yeah there's not gonna be a fourth movie no well, actually, there's going to be a fifth movie that's coming out. Oh, really? Of Indiana Jones, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I was talking about the Mummy movies. Oh, no. I think they're well I and think, truly done. Yeah, no, I think they put a stake in it or whatever you do to get rid of a mummy. Yeah, what do you, you set them on fire, don't you? Or like, I would think so. Or do like say a bunch of words. I don't yeah, know. or like smash their terracotta because that's not a mummy. No. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, so the... Yeah, this is like they go to China and they um, put Chinese culture into a blender. (laughs) And then they leave the lid off when they hit frappe. (laughs) And Chinese culture ends up splattered all over the kitchen. And that's that movie. It's just a a metaphor. It's a disaster. It's like so, I mean, you can't even, I mean, I... I could call it racist. It's probably racist, but it's also just like, <laughs> just like, just insane. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. It's a blender. It's a blender. High five. High five. <laughs> <laughs>